Welcome to House Comma Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is a mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. Where has this Game Master been? Asmodee, what happened last session? Uh, let's see. We uh, recovered from being attacked uh, by the Wild Ones and the Greyhounds and uh, had a short impromptu interrogation with uh, one of the few survivors. We learned that uh, Roy is set up inside uh, the Unseen Public. Wild Ones are working maybe not working with, but at least are allowed to operate in there within not being attacked by demons, uh, as far as we know. Uh, also, the Greyhounds seem to be working with them. It was a uh, nice conversation right before, or right after Asmodei made an old man reevaluate his life priorities instead of uh, getting killed for trying to shoot, shoot him with a crossbow. Uh... Then the group gathered after the short interrogation and headed to our original goal, which was to go over to deal with the King's Gambit. We got there. There was chess match played. A lot of posturing. A lot of uh, noble talk. A lot of talk about how there was there's a splinter faction thanks to P1's sort of, uh, as he would say, rule-breaking. Uh, there was a lot of talk about what was going to happen afterwards, the benefits of the Crimson Fist uh, and the uh, and the King's Gambit working together, um, what each side would get out of it. There was talk of uh, getting... So get, getting some stabilization in order for some of the nobles uh, to make contacts outside, but they needed an army inside the city to sort of secure the way for them because they didn't have a ton of assets inside the city. Talk of the rules, talk of uh, sort of the way that the King's Cambit is set up, how there was always meant to be two kings, so on and so forth. The fact that no one besides a noble will sit on the throne, and it's during all of this droning that Asmodei had enough and decided to play baseball with the other leader of the the king in white with his skull. Uh, Asmodei hit a home run, and the skull seemed to uh, not fare too well after Asmodei shoved it into the bleachers, but not really, just metaphorically. Uh, and with that, we pretty much ended with the King and White dead skull caved in, uh, and with 
the crown that he wears going to Asmodai as him and P1 are seemingly going to share rulership over what is going to be left of the King's Gambit after our uh, hostile takeover, which we will be dealing with forthwith. Well put. You get plus 10 temporary HP. Yeah, what a what a dumb man not having bodyguards. What a dumb, stupid... And this is when the Shadow Khan rise from the ground. I'm with Mega. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the uh, uh, the real one to come out of the closet. Hmm. What a dumb, stupid man. You know, I was always suspicious of the petticoat, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can you do me a favor, Asmodai? Um. Can you roll a damage die for me, please? So it is nine. So, again, uh, we have Asmodai with his one-liner. I believe it was something about a heavy head. Bashes his skull with his warhammer. We see a blood flicker on the P1. And probably, I would say, like a little bit of shattered skull skipping onto the chessboard. We see uh, Asmodai and P1 talk about the crown and uh, what you guys are going to do. You guys can... Uh, Pick it up where you guys uh, left off. So what next? We have to prepare him for the next life. And me is going to start burning the body. I don't really care about that. Don't. That's not the time to do it in here. That's going to cause a stench and a smell. Lay off. You can do that later. P1, what's the next move? Uh, uh, well, not going to lie. There was going to be a bit of a different move, but... Uh... First uh, step is now going to, as he looks down at himself, raid his closet. No, you've got to be kidding me. I'm only half joking. After all, there might be something in his room of worth. Uh, yes. Alright, um, just to uh, make sure, uh, me, you're gonna follow through with that uh, against uh, Asmodai's wishes. Oh, definitely. Oh, wait. I'll, I'll step in. No, like, seriously, don't do that, and I'll get in front of him. Don't do that in here. They don't know we, what we've done. I don't want to alert them before we're ready. And you causing smoke and fire is going to be contrary to that. Hey, hey me? Uh, we should probably um, do that outside, so um, his spirit, his spirit, right? Yeah, his spirit could go up to the sky, not just to the roof inside. Okay, I'll listen to the little one. Alright, um, before we, uh, we move on, um, P1, can you please make me a, uh, what would be the best thing? Invest if he's searching, investigation. No, not that. Uh, P1, give me an insight check, please. 20. Uh, okay, so that, yeah, 15, turn into 20. Uh, the White King, Gene, let you win that chess match. That's it. I just wanted to uh, mention that because uh, you had three consecutive rolls. He had the advantage throughout the game, but it seems like he gave up on the game uh, two-thirds of the way through. Um, now, what are you guys going to be doing? Uh, you wanted to investigate the room itself? Uh, yeah, it sounds like Mega wanted to go find his personal chambers and see if he had anything juicy hidden in there. I'm going to search his body. All right. That's perfectly fine. Um, let's see. Did Asmodai already put on the crown? Nah, I'm holding it. No, 
you're just holding it. All right. Um, anyone else uh, searching for other things? Uh, I'm just gonna look at the uh, chessboard and just play with the pieces. There are ruins on the board, and each chess piece appears to have uh, tiny etchings within it. Um, if you guys look around the room, it's n there's nothing too crazy. I would say like the typical armament you would see within a noble's like a place. You'd see like a, a stag head mounted on the wall, um, ornate swords uh, placed onto the wall, along with armor uh, statue or not statues, uh, you know. But what what the fuck would you call it? Uh, uh, armor stand-ups, basically, you see these farmers around. Uh, nothing uh, too crazy, but this seems more like a, a study. Uh, his uh, personal chambers would be on another side of the building. Um, I would like to look at the piece, the etchings on the pieces a little bit more, see if I can gather anything from them. Um, if you want, uh, me, uh, if you want to aid him, I can give an advantage on it since your, your whole shtick is involved in that. Yeah. Uh, Alright, give him a manage. Yeah. Oh, and I should probably mention that there is a uh, flag near uh, a uh, banner uh, right next to the chest table. And it has a weird crest on it, a skull with uh, a couple diamonds near it. Uh, make a roll. 20. 20 with advantage? Yeah. Yeah, because I get twice my proficiency. Okay. If they're magic. I'll give you a couple seconds. You look at the runes. You look at the pieces, and a few things start to click. This is no ordinary chessboard. This is no ordinary pieces. It seems like uh, the ruins are archaic forms of uh, teleportation, in a sense. And as you uh, look around the room, you do see that these ruins are in weird spots of the room as well. Would you like to say anything to the party? Do I see any of the runes matching any specific peach pieces? Yes. You see it matches uh, pe uh, like very specifically like uh, both the king pieces. One that's grasping uh, jeans, basically like dead hands, and the other one that uh, P1, I would assume, left on the table. I'm going to grab jeans pieces and match it up with the runes scattered about the room okay so let's uh try to match this up a little bit more so i would say around this time you look at the ruins you uh see the pieces you have a few things clicking in your head and asmodai i would assume around this time just match things up is just about to start searching gene i'm going to give you this uh ordon uh make a perception check he seems dead so the moment you go for the piece we have a close-up on your hand as it tries to reach for the king, and we see his dull eyes just staring out into nothingness. And we see Asmodai, you know, just patting the body, about to go in the pockets, and then we hear him say, I believe the one line you're looking for was checkmate, and we hear a tap on the board. But he's not anywhere near the board. His, you, his body went prone away from the board. I never said his body went prone. I said you hit him on the head. Well, then how are we searching it? I said that you hit him on the head and his head went onto the table. Oh, well. That that would have been that would have been uh, I would have hit him again then. Again. He taps the board. We see the ruins light up onto the table. 
then all around, we see that the blood on Piwan's clothes dissipates, and we see a decrepit face of, I would say, not exactly a skeleton, but uh, a mummified skin would be the best way to put it. Would I not get a reaction before he does whatever chicanery he's doing? He speaks, I'm literally right there. My weapon is probably still out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, well, I don't believe you'd anticipate him saying anything when you perceived, perceived him as dead. Because it's just a simple one-liner and a tap. I mean, if his head was just laying on the table, I wouldn't have perceived him as dead unless there was more uh, details given. Because when we ended last session, you said he just crumples over onto the ground. Or at least crumples over onto the table, whichever. Because that's kind of a crucial detail. Because one indicates still living, the other, the other would not. So, and also if uh, if someone was looking. Well, it sounds like it sounds like he looked like he was dead, but now the mag like there's some magic involved where it's looking like it's reversing. I mean that that okay fine but still there would be enough of a reaction especially someone who's literally right next to him but we had kind of started moving on and like doing other stuff so we wouldn't be not me i was still there right next to the body would have been right over him i see him move an inch i'm smacking him but like enough time had passed that you had moved and gotten in his way when he tried to burn it and stuff like i'm saying it's not right after you hit him are, are you just saying you're just gonna go for another attack then? That that's it. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll give it to you. No, that's fine. Let's go right ahead. Uh, he is he. Okay, was for all intents and purposes, was he prone? Uh, he's sitting on a chair. But you do, I I, I wouldn't say that he's exactly prone though. He's not like just straight on the ground. I mean, the idea of prone is that you basically. The body's not moving, they can't really defend, that's where the advantage comes from. Mm, you know what? I will give you advantage. That, that, yeah, I was gonna say you have flanking. Natural anyways. 20. Uh, that is now 14. Okay, just to clarify, uh, how much uh, bludgeoning, like, total? 14. Okay, 14. Any other damage I should know of? Uh, let's see, let me double check my spell slots, which I think are dry. Uh, unfortunately not. Okay. No, that's perfectly fine. I'm sorry. I I didn't uh, understand that you just wanted to go in for another attack. That's cool. Um, so, he says checkmate then. <laughs> I actually like that. You fucking buck him on the head again. And his head just slams onto the table and just says, damn it. And we hear the tap of the chess piece onto the board. Now, the, this is going to be... A little strange but stick with me so if you guys remember properly well let me start off by saying this everything starts to turn into a watercolor kind of effect uh p1 can you tell me what your head looks like in the unseen public uh you will see the head of a we'll keep it classic uh a, a red orange uh, fox head <laughs> all right uh ordon your head a black sheep. Me? A tiger. Alright, and if I remember correctly, Asmodai, you said bear last time you were in the unseen public, correct? Mm-hmm. Alright, 
we see you all assume a different animal head and we see everything warp. Now, to put it in perspective, uh, what lays before you is a checkered board, large enough for you guys to stand on. If you guys were to look at the horizon, it encompasses the entire horizon. We see multiple large life-size checkerboards all being played. We see statues moving to and fro, black and white. If you guys remember in the Unseen Public, I've told you guys a couple times that in the horizon you saw two giants playing at the chessboard. If you were to look behind you, you would see a giant humanoid figure with gold stripes that glow with the radiance of the sun, but not enough to cast away the, the shadow that hides most of its features. On the other side, if Dust were here, he would recognize this figure with a, a crescent head that pointed downward and black chitin armor with a single red gauntlet playing as the opponent. Now, you guys look across the chessboard and we see on the opposite side the undead man rubbing the back of his head as he says, damn it all, fucking hurt. And he shakes his head a couple times and looks at you and says, Welcome to the chessboard, my dear fellows. I didn't think you'd take the initiative to attack me. In fact, I was really hoping to build this up a bit, have a little bit more flair. Um, specifically you, P1. Before this match starts, how would you identify each one of your party members if you were to equate them as a piece on the board and why? Uh... The P1 would identify uh, me as a rook. Mm. Why is that? Or as he seems like a suitable protector and also suitably strong to match and not too close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about the others? The Oridon is a pawn. The, not only is he much shorter in stature, he also hasn't shown... Uh, much of his value outside of just another piece in the game. And Asmodai as the bishop, who expresses power both physically and socially, and would be something close to uh, a religious advisor if uh, if P1 actually gave two shits about the, the church. And if Asmodai cared about the church as well, Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my lord, that's uh, some good reasoning. Now, to explain what happened, I, I feel like, uh, P1, it felt like your mind was being rifled with during this little transport from point A to point B. And you feel a nod of approval as you see the giant figure behind you. Just to give, like, a perspective, Asmodai, with your height, you'd barely meet his, uh, the height of his uh, thumbnail. This thing is humongous. Its hand waves across the board. And uh, just to get this out of the way and what's going to happen, I'm going to explain the rules of how this is going to play out. Sorry for the delay, just had a copy and paste on those bean bitch. All right. So we uh, see uh, Gene on the other side of the board, and he uh, yells to P1, You ready for a rematch, good old friend? Huh. So that's what this is. 
game. I'm a little bitter about losing our last game, but this time I feel like I have an advantage. And we uh, see him across the board to explain how this is set up. I'm going to put you guys on the board really quick. Uh, his side only has uh, five pawns that uh, protect him. And he has uh, one knight, one rook, and one bishop all evenly spaced out on his side of the board. Uh, for you guys, um, you guys can place yourself in appropriate spots onto the board as you see fit on your side. Um, the only reason why I have a king on the black side is just to make sure P1 knows exactly where his piece needs to be. So you can choose uh, whether you guys want to be on the left or right. You guys can choose right now. I can't drag. Uh, drag what? My person. Why not? Oh, I was doing the picture. I was doing the picture, not the name. Not a chance in hell, John. No, I was getting it on the board, off the off the chart. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Center of the board. This is where I'm going. All right. You guys uh, feel acclimated. Uh, on the black side, we have a uh, full row of pawns. Um, we have uh, uh, Ordon to the right of uh, the black king uh, on the row of uh, pawns we have asmodite to the bishop's uh, left and we have uh, uh the uh me as a rook onto the right side so this game is going to play a little different from our usual combats there's actually special rules for this game and i'll read it out so each player will roll initiative while the white king acts first and in between each of the players turns White, and black, uh, white or black must move or attack in their turn for the opposing color to take their turn. Uh, movement speed does not exist on this chessboard. Players and pieces will assume the movement of their selected piece. Should the rule change, each piece will assume the speed of its piece's maximum un unobstructive movement on the board. For the sake of clarity, each square on the board is treated as 5 feet. Attacks of opportunities do not exist on the chessboard. The only exception is pawns uh, that can uh, declare en uh, passant in front of their diagonal spaces. No piece besides the knight can pass an unoccupied uh, or can pass an occupied piece of space. There is no death on the chessboard, only capture. Unlike regular chess, each piece on the board has an allotted amount of HP. They do not become captured till it reaches zero or below. Attacking pieces on the chessboard can be done with long-range attacks or spells, so long as they follow their respective pieces' movement. While close quarters combat is assumed a square before the piece and must be within the attack, uh, attacker's movement, with the exception of the pawn. Uh, an example of this rule. It's not a rule, just an example. A knight can attack at any point of its movement rather than its uh, destination. So it can move one square forward and attack. Um... A player must forfeit their or a player may forfeit their standard action and movement to control a non-player piece on their side of the board, such as pawns. Uh, the king may forfeit his standard action movement, bonus action, and reaction to force any of his own pieces to move on the board, even players. Adding additional standard action, movement, bonus action, and reaction on top of the player's standard action, bonus action, reaction, and piece movement. Now here's the important part. There are five golden rules. Both kings can add, change, or void a single rule of this game at the cost of a standard action. There is no check or checkmate. The game is over when one of the two kings is dead or surrenders. Every change to the overall rules as stated in the first golden rule must and affects 
both white and black pieces on the board. Captured pieces are removed from play. These five rolls are not affected by the first golden rule. And send each one of you a special ability that your piece gets. Now, for the sake of uh, clarity in uh, this game, you can uh, all assume that you have a uh, full HP, but I will not grant you any of your uh, abilities throughout this uh, game that you would attain through a short and long rest. Um, is there uh, any questions before we uh, start getting back into a little bit of the roleplay? Something I can make clear? I didn't hear what you said about the, the short and long rest. Oh, uh... You guys can assume uh, full HP for this, but you cannot uh, assume any, like, uh, abilities or, you know, anything you'd regain from a short and long rest, since you guys didn't officially take one before this started. Okay. Um, you guys all got your abilities in uh, a little bit of PM. Um, I'm also going to put in the main chat the pawn stat block for uh, anyone to use, then we'll get back to it. Uh, P1, anything on your side, because a lot of this is, is uh gonna be from uh, your help to keep this uh, combat going forward um as far as like a as far as like a changed rule uh does it last for a single turn or does it last until otherwise changed again? the entire game okay uh, i have to admit i honestly thought that you would be useful that was a mistake on my part that is what makes me dull stupid that I would even think about asking for your help. That I, don't, that I would even think about putting my hands in this game that we play. But no, you saw an opportunity of an unprotected king and you took your chance. I applaud you. It takes a lot of guts to do what you did. It takes a lot of ingenuity to take advantage of a situation. When one pops up, there wasn't even a second thought. He just wanted to murder me. I'm really confused. Are you talking to him or me? <laughs> you specifically, and then he looks to P1. You, you're just, I don't know, smart, intellectual. But that ends here. We are going to play the game of our lives. Whoever wins gets the others as slaves to their will. Hope you play nice and fair. And he... Is gonna start this combat. Uh, do initiative really quick. Sorry about that. It took a second. Um, just uh, for this uh, case of uh, simplicity, do I? Do you guys want me to put uh, the king in between each one of your turns, or is it just fine that he's on top and we just assume he acts in between each turn? Yes. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ! I yeah. just imagine he's got legendary actions, basically, but yeah, doesn't matter. All right, just want to make sure that it's not gonna fuck with anyone. All right. So uh, we start this off simply, uh, whenever you guys make a move on board, just declare the piece and just quickly say like where it is on the board. That's why I have uh, the letters going from left to right and uh, numbers up and down. Just uh, to give a reference for a mental picture, A1 would be the bottom left of uh, the board. H8 would be the top right of the board. All right. Um, and uh, whites are on top rows, blacks are on the bottom row. So uh, he opens it up, we see his uh, skeletal hand motion forward, and uh, his pawn goes for uh, the center of the board, taking a uh, 5D. Uh, Ordon, what do you do? Are there any, for the special abilities you sent me, can I activate them at any time? Um, 
There's a. I can't remember if I added. There's a special condition with uh, one of them. I'm gonna assume that's the one I was thinking of doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I. That was badly written on my part. Uh. All right. Hope that clears it up a bit. Um. You can either uh, move yourself or one of the pawns. A two to A four. Mm. Uh, you can move the piece yourself. At least I believe I said everyone. To... All right. Yep. So the pawn moves to A four. All right. Uh. I assume Ordon is just doing it with a shaky hand. Well, he he just really doesn't know how to play, so he's just like, huh, I don't want to put myself in jeopardy. <laughs> All right, so uh, we see his hand motion for uh, the piece to move forward. Then it's uh, P1, P1, what are you going to do for your action? I will, uh, at the very least, just to get uh, Asmodei, as one might say, on the board. Uh <laughs> Uh, P1 will move, I'll say, yeah, we'll go ahead and move, uh, pawn D2 to, yeah, we'll make it D4. <laughs> <laughs> Blocking his path, alright. Um, that works out as well. Ah, uh, as you do that, P1, you, uh, move, uh, the pawn to your, uh, front left, and off the corner of your eye on this checkered board in this black world of watercolor you do see maple leaves swirling seemingly out of nowhere in the form of what I would say a nine-tailed fox but you can't really focus on it and you hear something muffled trying to talk to you but it's not clear yet does that end your turn uh, yeah I have no I have no special bonus actions I can play with at this time so okay moving on Asmodei what do you do Alright, uh, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and move, there you go, move right to there, uh, and I will throw a javelin at the pawn here. Alright, that works out. Go for attack. That's uh, 16. Oh, uh, attack to hit. I did. Oh, I'm sorry, I misread that. Uh, 16? Yeah, that hits. Um, and you did, uh, 5 damage? Yes. Why is it rolling the damage automatic? Okay. Um, is that damage accurate? Just want to make sure. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, uh, we see Asmodei dashing from a C1 all the way to, uh, F4. He raises up his javelin, launches it at the pawn, and we see that it just misses his heart barely, but blood starts to spew from this almost mechanical creature's mouth. It seems like uh, you bloodied it. Uh, just to clarify, these things seem like a mix of organic and statues. Or like uh, organic material and statues. Uh, it, at a first glance, it looked like a... Uh, what the hell would it be? Uh, porcelain is the material it would look like at a uh, first glance. But the thing bleeds red. Anything else you'd do this turn? Nope, nothing I can really do. Me, what do you do? I'll move H2 to H4. Oh, hang on. Did I miss my... No, I'm sorry. I missed my own turn. Uh, just give me one second. All right. Uh, the knight moves from uh, B8 all the way down to uh, C6 uh, from the white side. The thing basically just... This uh, porcelain horse leaps over the pond and uh, goes uh, down to his tile. All right, uh, me, you were going to do... H2 to H4. Yeah, we see the mon, uh, the pawn march forward. And 
Uh, we see uh, the rook come down from h8 and stops at uh, h5. It moves forward at a charge at the pawn and goes in for attack at uh, the black's pawn. Oh, hang on. No, it misses it by one. So we see it go in for a smash and it absolutely just cracks the black tile floor of uh, the pawn's uh, area, but it swiftly dodges out of the rook's way as uh, the hulking castle-like uh, porcelain creature just charges forward. Um, it is now Ordon's turn. Ordon, what do you do? Ordon will move his body G2 to G4. Alright. We see uh, the pawn march forward. Um, do you do anything else? It should attack. That's as a reaction, though. No. You, you, can, you can attack. Then the pawn shall attack. Goes uh, 14 to hit, and it misses the rook. As it tries to punch the castle, and it, like, I assume it'd be more like a, you know, like it punches the wall, then like it shakes his hand a couple times because I hurt. Alright, it is now White's turn as he moves upon towards uh, Asmodai. Slim chance that he'll hit, but, uh, holy shit. Is this the one time someone's gonna hit regular fucking attack? Uh, yeah, uh, 23 to hit with roll 19. Yeah, that hits. Alright. And do 1d6 damage, plus whatever the hell it has on there. Uh, okay, so it does uh, 4 damage to you. Uh, we see, like, uh, the little guy, like, f fucking 2 foot, 3 foot creature, just uh, charging forward to uh, from E7 down to E5, and it goes in for, like, a punch on uh, Asmodai's side. Alright, it is now P1's turn. P1, what do you do? Hmm... Okay, yeah, but before I make this decision, um, to, so moving a piece and having a piece attack, uh, um, is that essentially is that essentially the the same action or are they separate actions? Having a piece, yeah, it's different. It's like treat it like it's a player. There's like a movement for a piece and like a possible attack if they choose to take it. But then, so whichever piece you move is the one that has to use the attack. Yes. That's correct. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Uh, in which case, okay, yeah, that would be a little inconvenient for right now. Um, so P1 is going to have, I suppose that one's in range regardless, so I might as well just take advantage of this one. Uh, P1 is going to have the pawn at at D4, attack the pawn at E5. Alright, go right ahead. Um, I'll make the roll. Uh, uh, yeah, it definitely hits. And does 1d6 damage, plus 2. 8 damage, holy shit. <laughs> so, it does a little bit more damage than Asmodai did to, like, the other piece. Uh, it is on death's door. We just uh, see P1, I assume. You just go, like, kill it. <laughs> like, we see, like, <laughs> We see it go like a rabid animal dust cloud as it's like just breaking like the porcelain skin shatters like a pot on the ground. And we see just blood drooling in copious amounts out of its body. Um, does that end your turn? Yeah, p satisfied with himself just like plays with the whisker on his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to uh, reiterate, um, 
make sure you do read over uh, the rules if you do want to change anything. Like, each new sentence is a singular rule. Oh, no, I get that. Um, but that I figured that was the best thing to do in the moment. Just want to make sure we're clear. Um, yeah, what the hell is White going to do after that? Um, move down there, and we uh, see the knight make a abrupt stop before its destination, going from C6 down to C4, and the pawn at its destination, D4, is going to take an attack from the knight. Yep, it hits, and it does... Uh, Alright, so it does 8 damage to uh, the poor piece. We see, like, uh, its longsword come out as it uh, basically comes around on its porcelain horse. We hear the clanking of glass against glass as the sword droops down from the side of uh, the uh, knight's horse, and he goes in for a swipe to the pawn for 8 damage. Alright, it is now Asmodai's turn. Asmodai, what do you do? So much I can really do. I'm just going to attack the pawn right next to me. Alright, go right up. Uh, what's your minimum damage? <laughs> uh, that's actually that's actually near my maximum. Uh, so that's a 19 to hit, 11 points of damage. How do you destroy it? Just hammer blow right to the chest. Yep, and we see it crumble as your uh, hammer swings through it. Uh, one, of your, uh, one of the pieces have been captured, and does that end your turn? Uh, yeah. All right, all right. We uh, see the rook. What the hell is the rook gonna do? Oh god, it did two attacks of opportunity. Um, so it's just gonna destroy the pawn right in front of it. Yeah, that's why I wasn't in a hurry to make a mess with those. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so it's going to... Are you fucking serious? So, the rook, again, goes in to smash at the pitiful pawn right in front of it. This big hulking castle smashes like the hulk on the ground and completely misses the pawn right in front of it. What a show. Alright, it is uh, now me's turn. Me, what do you do? Uh, I'm gonna use the one pawn to attack the rook. So, g4 to... H5. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Go for the roll. Um. Oh, yeah, we'll go with yours. Sorry. Uh. No. Neither one of those hit. So it goes in. Wait, uh, doesn't it have uh, pack tactics right now? So it's its advantage. Oh, yeah, you're right. Go right at. <laughs> no. Great. After three rolls. No, it, it doesn't hit. <laughs> um. Again, it keeps hitting the rook, and its fist keeps hurting as it hits the rook. Uh, I think it might have broke his hand this time. Uh, moving uh, on, if uh, you don't have uh, any more me. Nah, I'm good. All right. Um, we see. We uh, see the bishop move from f8 to uh, b4 as it stares longingly at p1. Uh, Ordon, it is now your turn. We will be moving c2 to c3. Okay. And taking an attack on the bishop, longingly looking at P1. <laughs> Alright. Uh, make a d20 roll. Alright. Still should have advantage. Hmm. It it hits anyways. Uh, with the bonus. But it could be a critical. Oh yeah, you're right. Go. Nope, but it still hits. Alright, make a 1d6 roll. 8 damage. Ooh, 8 straight damage as it just punches uh, Bishop right in the stomach. Alright, does that end your turn? That shall end my turn. 
the bishop fights back at the pawn. God, I am rolling shit. Yeah, my god. So I rolled a three that we see like, um, it, it has a staff in his hand, but acts more like a club as it brings it down to the tile and shatters that pretty tile. My lord. All right, uh, P1, it is now your turn. What do you do? So yeah, the only rules I can't, so the only rules I can't alter are the, uh... I want to be very clear. It is each rule with a number right in front of it. Yeah, so those are the, uh, those are the, those are the only ones that are absolute. Absolute. <laughs> okay, cool. So P1 is going to, uh, P1 is going to forfeit his turn, and in exchange, he is going to change the movement, or more specifically, swap the movement and attack rules, rules of bishops and rooks. All right. That uh, works out for me. Uh, my lord. Okay, uh, write it down in chat so I don't forget. You know that affects me, right? So, <laughs> so I assume the best way to do it for uh, player-wise is uh, you guys exchange abilities. Uh, was that a uh, part of your role change? It's, uh, I mean, I specifically just like uh, used movement. Okay, movement and yeah. attack rules. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Mostly because I don't know what your guys' specific abilities are, so I'm trying not to play around with those. All right. So, uh, you heard the uh, man. So for all pieces or just all pieces? Because I I know what the pawns' abilities are, but I don't know what your guys' are. Mm. All right. So it's just going to be the movement then. Uh, Asmodai, you move like a rook. Me, you move like a bishop. All right. Um, with that uh, rule change, it is now White's turn. And, uh, oh, God, how am I going to do this now? Um, uh, he's going to attack the pawn to the left of him, which would be a four. Goes in for a club and hits. And, oh, shit. All right. So it bloodies the pawn, bringing it to half health. As we see it, bonk it on the head. Oh, shit, hang on. Because he said attack rolls, too. Shit, hang on. Does it have a different... Does the... Uh, yeah, both of them. Rook have a different yeah. damage die? Yeah. Well, no, you're right. Yeah, hang on. Because, uh, yeah, so there's not much of a difference. It was the modifier and... Uh, 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 yeah, both modifiers. Yeah, yeah, because the bishop couldn't have attacked that, that pawn uh, unless it had the rook rules it would yep. have to attack that one if it was still a bishop yep yeah so at so it goes for obviously this pawn like i did before uh the only difference is there it, it still hits and okay it's just a damage die modifier so far. okay so that club did a lot more damage actually it did uh since i switch rules uh the way i want to imagine this is uh the bishop just got a lot bulkier while the rook got very slim, as slim as a castle can get, and it now has a, a staff that acts as a club in its hands. Just wait. Do they attack with different modifiers? Yes, each one attacks with a different modifier. Did you? Uh, well, it didn't matter because the pawns have such low issues. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh, moving on from that, we see the bishop just actually do a slam with its hands uh, down onto the pawn. Uh, moving on, we have Asmodai. Asmodai, what do you do? Yeah, for the record, like, I wasn't doing that to, like, uh, mess with you, Asmodai, but it did open more opportunities for other things to do things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. I just... I had a pretty good 
plan of attack going, but uh, this will work fine. That's going to miss. Uh, yeah, six. That uh, misses. All right. If that be it, we move on to White's turn as... Let's see. Um, if you want to, uh, P1, uh, the knight is going to pass over the pawn and D4 and attempt to uh, move down to D2 over here. This pawn over here does get attack of opportunity. If you want to use your reaction, cause it. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and use the reaction because why not? Okay. Uh, D twenty, D six. Whoa! What? Oh yeah, that's right. Attack, eighteen attack. to hit, or well, eighteen plus a thing. <laughs> yeah, eighteen definitely hits. Do a one D six. All right, it does uh, six damage because I believe the modifier is two. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It does six damage to the knight. All right. So we see that the knight is charging as it uh, goes by. Uh, skipping over the pawn, giving up its attack to the pawn to reach uh, attempt to reach the king. Alright, it is now me's turn. Me, what do you do? So, I got a question with the way one of my abilities is worded. Um, worded? So, the castling feature, mm-hmm. um, it says a piece on left or right. Yes, so within a row. So, anything. Within- but since my movement has changed... Does that affect the feature? Is my question. Um, hmm. um, I said within the movement, so yeah, technically he did change the ability since it was dependent on movement. But then theoretically, like I can't do it right now because it's not an option. But I could do it. Say if that white pawn was an ally, I could switch with him. Yeah, that's a really good question because I did not think of that. <laughs> you didn't think that's be one of the first rules I try to change? There is one in particular that I'm waiting. But I'm not sure if you noticed it yet. And I will go up and attack the pawn. Go right ahead. All right. And I moved three more. I moved three spaces before I did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're doing a charge. All right. Do an attack. Yeah. Assuming that hits. Uh, yes, it does. So uh, do regular damage and add, uh, I believe, two d8 on top of that. Yep, two d8. Two d8, and then I get my normal one. That should just kill it. Yeah. Uh, it by even more. <laughs> Explain how you obliterate this pod. He just gets on all fours and just charges at him, and then leaping into the air, he comes down with his axe and just like cuts it in half. Oh hell yeah! The anime style. We see like a tiger-headed bear. And then I, I can get into his face yes. now. Yes, right? uh, I forgot to uh, mention that as well. If you do, like, kill... Uh, if you kill a piece, uh, uh, you know, with one hit as you're trying to move towards it, you can assume it's square. Sorry, I did forget to mention that. So uh, keep that in mind when you're attacking pieces. All right, uh, does that end your turn? Me? Yeah. The rook that moves like a, bitch, a bishop went from h1 to uh, d5. All right. And... God, what the hell is this guy going to do? King's looking like it's in trouble. Oh, God. And P1 really fucked up my Rook, too. I can't get out. All right. Um, It is going to attack the pawn to his bottom left. And hope to God it actually hits. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Using Bishop stats. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if the how good of decks the castle has. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Does it have a minus to decks? Oh, Oh, fucking crazy. Uh, so, hang on. So, it... I, I was just assuming that, uh... uh sw- Dang it. 
No, it doesn't take a minus to his dex, but yeah, you're right. But doesn't use it entirely as yeah, mo yeah. Most stat blocks don't account for your stats being swapped, so it's like <laughs> yeah. Just for the click of, just for clarity, I'm just gonna keep the same modifier on it, uh, because it doesn't seem like as much of an impact on the stat block. Well, no, that's why he stated the attack rules switch or the attack rules switch, because if he's attacking like a bishop, that means he would be using the same modifier as a bishop. Uh, goes 15 to hit, and it's gonna do this pitiful fucking damage. Um, oh god, it nearly kills the pawn. Uh, we see that the anger's building up in this colossi fucking monstrosity that is now strangely thin for a castle. Just, I would say like, uh, Jackal and Hyde style, like, beating this guy with its cane, um, or club staff, um, after that... We go to Ordon. Ordon, what's happening? C3 pawn will attack B4 bishop. All right, go right ahead. No, it will not. But roll with advantage. Advantage. Yep, roll with advantage. Uh, yeah, movement attack. So, yeah, it hits. It, five damage. Yep, five damage to the bishop. It seems more annoyed than actually hurt. All right, Um, if that ends your turn, we're going to move on. Uh, God. Yeah. This uh, rook's gonna try to finish off this uh, pawn again. God hates me. Um, I rolled a four. Uh, definitely misses with the modifier. Never thought it'd be so hard to hit a pawn. Uh, it smashes at the tile again. Moving on to uh, P1. What do you do? You know what? In this situation, uh, I am going to. Hmm. Can't really tell if this would. Uh... Oh, probably one thing I I should ask. Uh... Uh, you you don't automatically take the space that you've uh, you've taken over, correct? Uh, what do you mean? Like uh, specify? Like you do an actual chess when you take a, a a piece when you destroy a piece, you take its spot. Um, it's optional whether you want to uh, do the space uh, beforehand or uh, completely take it over. Yeah, think about it. I don't actually know if this might uh, might screw with what uh, what Asma I might be wanting to do. Um... <laughs> I change it back. <laughs> No, no, no. It's no, not that. Yeah. Um, like I'm going to, I'm going to use my own uh, action bonus action reaction to uh, to give Asmodai a turn at that pawn in front of it. Wait, what? I'm using my king ability to to act on, on a PC. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, That'll hit. Yeah, it hits. Tell me the damage. Oh fuck, you just Elf. destroy it. Again, we hear the That's shattering true. porcelain on the ground. Asmodai, you unexpectedly, it feels like a, a, a... P1, would you say it's like a glitch in a sense? Or like a muscle spasm? Yeah, that's why I, I want to... Yeah, I just want to imagine just like a... Maybe even just like with a bit of uh, of authority. Like P uh, P1, P1 says like, just finish him off as... As uh, Asmodai, you just suddenly feel as though, for a brief moment, your actions are not your own, but you're kind of feeling this is okay because you wanted to do this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> as you just, like, smash this thing to smithereens. Alright. And uh, I assume that, yep, that ends your turn. Unless uh, you're going to move Asmodai as well. Uh, You know what, just in case things get screwy, um, 
I will go ahead and also move him to, uh, to, I'm going to say, yeah, to H6. Okay. All right. And that will end my turn, air quote. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, the knight. The knight by uh, P1 at uh, D2 is going to move down D1 and uh, attempt to attack you. Wait, how can it? It's not within his movement. It, or it's not within his attack roll. No, uh, but he can move like this. Thank God. You nearly got me for a second. Yeah, it moves he down. He can't... Yeah, he can do that, but he technically can't move through the king. He's not going to move through the king. Uh, just like before, it's just what's ever within its uh, movement. It doesn't attack at the destination. It's... uh, Anyways, it's uh, going to do... Uh, not a charge per se, but we see the horse uh, gallop a little bit, uh, one square forward, as it slashes its sword at you. Are you fucking serious? And fails miserably. What is up with my rolls tonight? I can shoot the fucking broadside of a barn as a four, even with the modifier, it that thing does not hit. Alright, so it uh, scratches the tiles near uh, P1. Uh, Asmodai, what are you going to do? Alright, well, I think I'm going to attack the rook. Yep, with advantage. That's a 23 to hit. Go for the attack. That's 10 damage. Alright, so we see, like, uh, parts of its uh, brick uh, uh, appearance, like, slowly fall out one brick at a time as you um, uh, hit it. And we see, like, uh, the brick shatter the porcelain uh, tiles. All right. Um, the rook is just going to kill the pawn in front of it and just hope to God it can hit. Nope. It's still... Which it doesn't. Nope, I, I still can't hit. I rolled a five. I'm doing great. Single digits for uh, me tonight. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> so... No, nah, he's been rolling better than single digits. Oh. Mm. It tries to hit the pawn again for eighth time and misses. Uh, moving on. Uh, me, what's happening? I'm gonna move to B3. Yep, going from uh, and, D5 to B3. Great. Up. And I'll do my bonfire on the night. Oh shit, yeah. So it's a dex save of 14. Okay, it passes with an 18. But there is still the fire there. Okay. Um, does that take damage each time, uh, it's your turn, his turn. Hang on, give me the wording on this. Um, so a, a creature must also make the saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space or for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Um, so basically, if it doesn't move on its turn, it'll okay. take the damage. Yeah, so with how uh, janky I have the rules so far, I'm going to have that each time it's on the king's turn. So it's going to make the save one more time. That's all right with you. It's just to keep the consistency up because the king's going every other turn to command his pieces. Does it make the save every time it goes in the space? Yeah, it, it's a cantrip, so it still makes the save every time. Okay. Um, so it's going to uh, make <laughs> gonna make the save one more time. And I'm sorry, what was the damage again? 1d8 fire. Yeah, and that's if it fails? Yeah. yeah. It also takes it if it succeeds. Okay, uh, so just half the damage? All right. so, no, no, I was kidding. It takes no damage. It's okay, insane. just one. I'm all over the place, motherfucker. You can't, you can't be goofing with me. All right, uh, and what was the DC again? 
No, it doesn't matter, it's 10. So it fails second time. Takes a D8 of damage. A full fucking 8. Like, uh, we see, like, the porcelain begin to melt slightly underneath the horse and its rider. Or its knight rider. Um, okay, uh, yeah. Because it's going to be the king's turn now. Where are the odds? I'm going to roll single digit again. As the rook tries to finally destroy that pawn. <laughs> I'm on. I'm honestly just... Just tempted just to fucking walk away for a little bit. God fucking damn it. What the hell is happening? Like we said, like when the when the stats got switched, like, you know, what once the guy's out of roids, like uh his body just fell apart. Oh my fucking god. Oh, okay. Yeah. It it honestly did. P1, like, if he was a rook with regular, like, stats, he, he would have been able to hit that pawn, but he is just missing every fucking shot he does with roll six. Um, that misses. Uh, Oradon, what are you doing? Oradon is going to move F2 to F4. All right. Two space move. All right. And now. Ending That's his turn. Quick. All right. Um, all right. You know what? Balls to the wall. I'm doing it again. Rook's gonna kill that fucking pawn. This is a personal vendetta I think now. The horse takes another save. No, uh, I'm gonna do that every time it reaches the king. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't it the king's turn? No, I mean, like, the start of the initial. Oh, That's okay. Like, yeah, roll every other turn. Yep. Uh, Makes sense. Yep. So it finally hits with 11. Gets the pawn. It <laughs> destroys it. It's out of the way. I am happy now. The rook has a little bit more wiggle room. Uh, but shit that night. Oh my god. Alright, uh, P1 is now your turn. What are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, this might be a waste of a move, but I feel like I need to do this just in case. And also just to be a little bit of an asshole. Um, as, uh, P1 is going to look over at this, uh, burning knight next to him. And just like, oh, someone's caught between a hot and a cold place as as the air around him like a mysteriously just starts getting colder and colder and colder as he casts uh armor of agathis on himself at level two oh you motherfucker all right yeah so 10 10 hp and i take any of the damage that i attack you with uh, no, specifically, you take 10 damage every time you deal damage to me. Wait, every time? Yes. By the way, that was an interesting... Yeah, until you run out of the uh, temp HP. It's really good at higher levels. Jeez, I thought it was, like, a lauded amount of temp HP, and, like, each one's like, oh my god! No, you. the, the specific wording is that you take damage equal to uh, the amount of temporary hit points gained by the spell each time so if it doesn't eat through the temp hp quick it can proc multiple times jesus which is why i've seen it cast at like sixth and seventh levels all right hang on uh, spell that out for me one more time i gotta read that myself okay yeah by the way that was an interesting emphasis on the syllable there uh mega <laughs> agithis or however you said it well, I've I've heard I've heard a few different pronunciations for it, so I just go with the one that I hear the most. Fuck that spell! Oh my god, yes. All right, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't do any damage yet. All right. Oh, what am I gonna do here? 
I mean, he's free to keep attacking the king if he wants to. First, oh god. Um, okay, so its destination is right here, uh, to um, F two by the looks of it. Yeah. So it's going to uh, move up one to the right, flying over uh, the uh, uh, pawn. Doesn't invoke uh, attack of opportunity to the side, and it's out of the bonfire, and it can't attack you. Well, or uh. Or I don't, I don't, oh yeah, yeah, it's still in my area, technically, yeah. yeah. Well, even then, uh, pawns are the only, like, uh, piece, or the only pieces on the board that get attack opportunity at the moment. But, it is up to, uh, change, if you so desire. Um, well, okay, so reach this destination, I think it's just gonna try to attack the pawn right in front of you. Um, nat 20, hell yeah. Things are finally turning around for me. Um, four. Not when one of the rolls is a one. <laughs> yeah, in the mod, yeah, eight. It doesn't matter. It destroys the pawn. Wait, it adds it adds seven to its damage modifier. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, with critical hit, doesn't the modifier get added twice or just once? No, oh, just no, just once, just a dice. So that's a total of six. Uh, of, uh, I don't know what its damage modifier is, but it's four plus whatever the damage modifier is. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Then it's still just hanging in there. So how I imagine it is that. Uh, like in the movies, you uh, see like you know the horse go like jump out of fire. So we see like that moment, everything's silent for a second. The horse jumps out of the bonfire, does a quick like uh, drift. If you ever seen a horse drift to uh, jump over the pond, and as it leaps over the pond, it does a slash, taking off one of the pond's arms. Um, it is now. Asmodai's turn. Asmodai, what do you do? Uh, attacking the rook again. Alright. Bandage. Since he literally can't attack me. Assume nope. that hits. Yep. Nine damage. Nine damage. Alright. Uh, if that ends your turn, Asmodai? Yeah, it does. Doesn't take an attack opportunity from leaving. Why doesn't it? Uh, because it moves like a bishop. It's not going to Yeah, but first. it still leaves my space. Uh, there's still no attack opportunities on the board besides pawns. But there's really, again, there's really nothing I can do. Yeah. It, if you guys need a refresher, I did post the rules uh, onto the general chat. Um, okay, so the rook is going to move from h5 to f7 and stay there until he's needed. Oh, God. Swen bolts over here. Um, it is now Meastern. I'm gonna do a, a charge attack against him. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah, that's right. Does it hit? Mm -hmm. Are you Think fucking critical hit. serious? Shit. How... Okay, quick question, guys. My decisions how... are great. How does critical damage like does that affect charge as well, or just the basic? Yeah, damage? it would affect it charge. Could. It's any. It's any dice. It affects any dice being rolled. Fuck me. 68. So that is, what, 38 damage? <laughs> <laughs> it takes one knee, but it's still up. This motherfucker is hardy. He is on one knee. Uh, oh God. Just explain it. Explain how you critical, like, gri grievously injure this thing. I charge at it, and I hit it with my uh, my antlers. 
in its knee, so it kind of buckles a little bit, and then I axe it right in the side. Oh god, yeah, you bring that rook down to one knee. Oh, fuck, what am I doing here? Um, okay, how can I even the odds here? I think that the king forfeits his turn to add a new rule to the game. Uh, do I really want to do that, though? Be careful. I know. I, I know. I'm not sure if I want to go with this gambit, because I'm fucked either way if I want to do this. Um, okay. I think uh, the rule that he ha adds is... Ugh, no, fuck the rook. I was going to do the rook. Okay, up. Uh, he, uh, the role that he adds is uh, bishops on the board get to have an additional attack on their normal actions. So if you get to attack twice, you get to attack three times, so on and so forth. Make sure to write it down. All right. Keep that in mind, uh, uh, Asmodei. Mm -hmm. Ordon, what are you going to do? Ordon is going to move F4 to F5. <laughs> A slow march forward. All right. Um, Yeah, this is looking bad for the king. I think I might follow... Uh, I think I might follow P1's lead on this one. So, he is also going to cast armor of, uh, how do you pronounce that? Agathus? Agathus, yes. Yeah. Yeah, people, some people say Agathus, some people say Agathus. He's going to cast that armor spell at uh, level 3. So I believe that's 15. So he gets uh, 15 uh, additional hit points, and like you guys said, each attack, 15 damage upon you. Uh, God damn it, I can't believe I had to waste that. Alright, um, it is now P1's turn. P1, what are you gonna do? Never mind, the question I just sent was moot. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'll go ahead and do, I think I'll go ahead and do this now. Okay. Um, so, so P1 is going to use his turn to change a rule. Go right ahead. Uh, so I'm going to make sure that this is, actually I'm gonna look at the, look at the turn order real quick before I consider this. Okay, yeah, you're you're literally upright. All right, so yeah, so I am going to change the rule. Uh, a bishop that makes its way to the end of the board can be promoted to a queen. You motherfucker! <laughs> I knew you'd do that eventually. Fuck me. Um, my bishop's all the way over there. That's just a race. All right, is that it for you? Uh, that's that's all I can do since I had to use everything. Mm, of a bitch. Okay. You know what? That actually works out for me. I like that. Alright, alright. Things are starting to click for me. Um, you can take an attack of opportunity if you, uh, well, actually. Does that take your reaction making a roll? I can't remember. I mean, it would take the bishop's or the pawn's reaction. The the making a roll in your rules says it's a standard action. Yeah, and I think he can only do it on his turn, can he? Yeah, the king can only do it on their turn. Mm. But it doesn't take the reaction or bonus action. Yeah, okay, uh, let me clarify. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be specifying this to, like, uh, the king himself. Um, I, I think the way I want to have this happen is that uh, one of you guys would be giving up your reaction to take an attack opportunity for one of the pawns, since all of you guys can control the pawns. We haven't been doing that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my bad. I just, there's a lot of rolls I'm sifting through, but I'll... Well, but also, don't the pawns function as their own pieces? Wouldn't they just have their own individual reactions? Well, I think maybe that's. I think maybe it's like the the balancing point of uh, of specifically 
us not having reactions unless we are upon. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use my reaction to make that attack of opportunity. Fair enough. Uh, make d20, 1d6. And remember, it's this is that advantage. Are you fucking <laughs> serious? A nat 20, okay. God hates me today. Oh, I almost got it again. <sighs> so, okay, the, the bishop moves from b4 to uh, c4, and the pawn takes attack opportunity because of uh, Ordon. Spending his reaction to hit. And he got damn near max damage. Alright, uh, so he gets an 8 and 7 for the critical hit. And that would be uh, 15, 16, 17. 17. Because of the modifier. 17 damage. Fuck me. Wait, the the 8 is uh, like an 8 and a 7. He can't roll on 2d6. So the 2d6 it is a 7 plus 2. He rolled a 7 plus the, the, the pawn modifier. So it's a 9. Yeah, so it's actually only 9 damage. Okay, thank god. Yeah, you, you didn't need to roll the second time because you you can't you can't get better than a natural twenty. I know, but I wanted two nat twenties in a row. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, who's the po uh, person who pointed that out? Was it uh, John? John, you pointed out that he yeah. was using d twenty. You get inspiration for keeping things fair. Good job. That right. roll keeping. Um, yeah, I I had to zoom in, just like wait, why? I I didn't even notice. I saw an eight, and it just made sense for some reason, even though it shouldn't have. I saw the same thing, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay, what the hell was happening again? Yeah, like, uh, the bishop moves over. He's gonna attack the pawn that just tried to attack him. Uh, okay, it definitely hits. Um, what's the damage for Rook? Because everything's switched about now. Um, plus... Okay. Oh, thank god, yeah, he d obliterates it. Um, max damage with an 8. Um, this modifier, he goes over 10... And again, he I think he gets angry, does a single swing right hook, and destroys the pawn at a C3. Alright. Oh god, this is taxing. Let's see, um whose turn was it uh, did I switch it over? Like P1 or E1, right? Understand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Your turn. Gradette. Queen me. Oh son of a bitch. Let me send you the rules. Um give me one second. Um Ditch uh, the abilities that you had as a bishop. Queen. Ugh, why did I do that to myself? Okay. Okay. So instead of having your abilities, you get these modifiers on you. You move like a queen, and you get all of that. So. Nice! Yeah. So, okay, uh, what's the visual I want to go with this? Uh, I want to imagine like an ember-like sheen go over your body, and you had like, I would say, as a pair man person you had like a bishop's hat on that dissipates and you get a tiara on top of your head that shines with like a uh the heart of an inferno as a gem at the center your strength feels unbelievably powerful you feel like you could evade anything that nothing can hurt you you so then how does it feel to be my queen shut up <laughs> but also pretty nice <laughs> you have never felt this good in your life Shit. All right. Well, it's still my turn, so I got an action. Go right ahead. Uh, and I'm going to throw a javelin at the king. Uh, I don't have advantage, but let me just add. Honestly, you're not going to need it. <laughs> you're not going to need it. 
Well, I need to do this just for my own sanity. Well, it's a, we want to get the natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Does a 17 hit? Uh, 17 does hit, actually. And Wow. All right. Good. <laughs> and uh, it's not a melee attack, so the armor doesn't take effect. How much damage? No, but the armor still loses a temp HP. Yeah, I know. Uh, what was the damage for that thing? 17 damage. <laughs> it's all gone. It's all of it gone. Completely took away the armor. <laughs> God damn it. All right. This is getting fun. All right. Uh, 58. Fuck, did I say that out loud? Oh, God damn it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, just getting so wild up. I can't believe I fucking did that. <laughs> all right. Uh, in case the audience missed that, he slipped up and told us 58. <laughs> uh, for the king's HP. Yeah. Which, if my math is right, I only did two damage to his actual health bar, but now the yeah. armor's gone. Yeah, so, like, can you just paint the picture? I kind of want to see the power fantasy in your head. Sure. So, <laughs> I move forward. I enlarge into the queen. I'm going to say that I get sort of this Valkyrie-like form. Pull out a javelin. Kind of flick it in my wrist a little bit. Go, hmm, that's nice and that's lighter than I remember. Rears back, throws right at the king, uh, as it just pierces right through the uh, the king's shoulder, right through the armor. Goes, and Asmodee will go, huh? That's lighter than I thought. Oh, and I also hit you. Oh, so sad. So, knowing what you know, Asmodee. Also check. Yeah. No. Fuck you. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Fuck. That that was a good one-liner though. Uh. I'm tempted. I'd be. Mm. The question is, do I think I can kill Piwan before I can before you can kill my king? Oh. I'd be fool not to take advantage of that. Okay, I'm using my reaction on this pawn to have it grapple the bishop. Alright, so that's... Fucking Asmodeo. Great on that shit. That's an 18. So a 20 total for the athletics check to grapple it. Okay, let me double check. Also, it was here. Okay, uh, where was it? Sorry? Oh, yeah, that's fine. It was around Space 4. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. That's fine. Because that's pretty clever. Um, let me see. Shit. I don't think I can... Oh, well, if I get in that 20, I could probably beat that. Oh, let's see. Are you fucking serious? I, I just meet it. Um, does meat beat? Uh, that is up to the TM. Usually ties go to the player, but that's that's up to you how you want to rule it. Mm -hmm. I, I like to keep it interesting since that's not a player piece. Mm -hmm. You don't want this thing becoming a queen. It's always been my understanding that um, uh, you know that the the grappler. Uh, sets the DC similar to how like you have a spell DC or an ability DC. Generally, meeting does mean beating, in the case of the defender. Uh, however, like I said, usually I see ties go to the player, but that's more of a homebrew thing than anything. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go with meet beat on this one, just because it, it had impossibly slim odds as is. Like it, it only had a plus one to dexterity. Or, hang on, is this working off for the dexterity? Well, either way, dexterity strength, that still win. Um, yeah. Well, okay, so which one was it working off of this? Uh, this pawn right here? To the... Nope, this one. Alright. 
Um, if they want to, which have... means the other one can do it. Yep. I'll, uh, if A1 wants to do it, if A1 has. That is my reaction. Thank you. Grapple it. See what Please we got. Please roll well. God, this is getting this is getting hot, guys. This is getting fucking hot. Oh my god. Roll. I want to see what it is. Oh. Try to beat that. Or me. <laughs> me rolled a one, plus two. But Let's try and beat it. But I could actually fail this if I also get a nat one. And with how I've been rolling lately, I don't think I can get it. Hang on. Oh. That was dangerously. That was dangerously <laughs> close. close. I, I rolled a four. Two grapples. The way that I imagine this is that, like, the bishop sees Asmodai level up. We see that sheen, and he goes for a hit. Then we uh, see, like, the king pained, like, cast his hand towards the bishop and points to the end of the board. And we see it go all the way down, and now it levels up to a queen. It is now extremely dangerous, but it has given up uh, its additional attack that gained from being a bishop, but gained a lot more from it. Ah, uh, damn. Let me adjust the piece. So I think this is where everything changes. Oh, God. We see it go across, and uh, we see the clinking of, like, porcelain as, like, it's glass against glass, like, screaming. And we see it double in size into an even slimmer figure than the bishop was, but it seems like there's more weight be behind its arms. Its calves are fucking built. And we see that it punches its hand, and we can see, like, you know, like a Dragon Ball Z kind of, like, impact on the ground as we see, like, porcelain shards rise in the air and crush into nothing. Um, question is, do I have any long-range attacks with this thing? Well, plus, it already, by all accounts, attacked this turn. <laughs> yeah, it leveled up. Yeah. Yeah, but it leveled up, too, so it gave up, uh... It, it gave up a lot of its shit. Alright. I did have a long-range attack for a bishop, but... Ugh, no, can't. Alright. Okay. So, it is now me's turn. Me? What are you gonna do? You see both the bishops promote. So... Hear me out. Yeah. I want to use my... Become a big boy. Okay. Becoming a big I boy. I thought you only had one of those per short rest. I get two per long rest. He has he has a number equal to his proficiency bonus. That's right. Um, And then I want to throw a Rudin to the finish line next to the, the king. You, you know that only is the bishops that are getting promoted, right? I thought it was regular. Nope, just the bishops. Nope, 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 nope. It says it says regular chess rules. You said for yeah. I, I just want to see how it's written for a bishop yeah. that makes its, its way, way to, to the, the end, end of, the board of the board can be promoted. So yes, he did word that right. So both pieces can be promoted. Yeah, I, ma I made it very specific to not change any other any other promotion rules. Just in the event a pawn got over there. Oh, I forgot that Oridon's a pawn. Yeah, so we have the pawn. Um, hmm. But you're gonna have to. No, there's no attack of opportunities. Uh, it would, the only way I'd allow it because you can't throw like you can't move through like an enemy piece of space, but you can throw it right here. 
that's where I was. That's where I was going. Yeah, it would also it would also take an action to throw him. By the way. <sighs> yeah, the growing big is a bonus action. Ah, uh, that's right. Yep. That's right. So you can go right ahead. Giant bald eagle just flew right by my window, and it was awesome. All right. Um. America. Hmm. Uh, is there? What are the rules for throwing anything? Like throwing a person? What the? Uh, I mean, there aren't really any any rules. So. And by becoming large, my like lift and everything gets double, because I get a size larger. I'll allow it. So you, yeah. I'm also a small creature. Yeah, you're a small creature. He's going large. It's not out of the ordinary to say you could throw him ten feet. So yeah, you can. Uh... He also has advantage on athletics checks, so it's just it's just uh, it's just an ability that stacks yeah. in on itself. You are promoted uh, promoted, Ordem. I'll send you why sent good old Asmodai. No, I, I get to choose any piece. Okay. Are you going to choose something that's not the queen? <laughs> A double pawn. <laughs> what are you going to choose? If you've ever played chess, the more queens, the better. It's literally, a, it's literally a bishop and a rook fused together. But then also you give them D&D &D stats. <laughs> yeah, but a castle will look really cool. He is right. A castle would look really cool. I support you on that decision, Ordon. <laughs> Quiet DM. I think you should be like the the thimble from Monopoly. Just <laughs> throw everything out of my <laughs> He's a man he can make his decisions wait and choose. Oridon well, actually doesn't really know how this game is played. Yes. I mean he saw Asmodai and the Bishop turn into giant overpowered things. Come on, man. You're just trying not to do it. Yeah, he's gonna turn into what Asmodai looks like, because that looks pretty cool. God damn it. All right, I'm going to send it to you. Oh, okay, but hold on specifically. Because you said that P1 was just like, oh. <laughs> and now, as I died, there is two of you on the board. Now I have two queens. <laughs> I loathe you. <laughs> so, similar to what happened to Asmodai, we see like a sheen. And uh, you know what? This time, I think it's like a, a white and black sheen that goes over your body, Ordon. You get a tiara as well. And it is. I'm gonna say like a black onyx gem that has a weird glim, a glimmer in the very center of it. Um, you get why I sent you. Uh, mm -hmm. Added on to everything. Uh, that's to your AC. That is to your actual HP, and that is to your attack and damage. Um, any other things that you had like a uh, end passant, like is no longer applicable. You can't uh, do attack opportunities anymore, and uh, obviously. You promoted, so promotion is no longer a building. Um, that ends me's turn. Uh, I move down to B three. That's fine. Um, okay. It's King's turn. What's King gonna fucking do? Oh my God! What the hell is gonna happen? Um. So how is that King of White looking nervous? Shut up, you bird! And you can see that he, even for an undead like the yellow motes in his eyes are starting to flicker as his mind is just it is just losing control of what's happening i believe he's double checked in chess terms yeah he's definitely double checked we have a pawn at c8 that got promoted to queen then we have another queen at h8 and our king is at d8 it's a very depressing situation right now um, if it was normal chest, that would be a checkmate. No, it wouldn't be a checkmate. Oh, yeah, yeah no. It would. No one. 
No, yeah, he has more space he can move. He's got one move, which is... Yeah, move forward and away from the scary people. No, actually, yeah, no, you're right. I'd have to move there. Mm -hmm. Um, um, if he's smart, he would surrender. Uh, okay. Fuck! I fucked myself! Um, okay. He's gonna do the only reasonable thing he can do. There's not much he can do against the two queens around him. So, he's going to end this the best way he can. By taking out the enemy's queen. Or king. Um, that bonfire's still there? Sure is. It's a concentration spell, and me hasn't even taken any damage, so... Yeah, he walks into the fire. Um, uh, that's a reflex. Dex save. He fails. Unless he's got a... Hang on. What's his... Double check my shit. It's a 14 save. 14 save. Um, no, he still fails. It's D8. Alright, he does D8. Um, I'll do it again if he stays in the same spot. Oh, that's max damage. Fuck me. 78. Oh, did I do that again? Please tell me you guys didn't hear that again. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Son of a fucking bitch! Why do I keep doing that? So startled and flustered. All over the fucking place. God damn it, motherfucker. God. Alright. So he walks in with his HP that's insanely fucking high, and he's going to try to attack this poor fucking solder. Um... Can you refresh, uh, what's your, uh, AC, buddy? Uh, my AC? Yeah, your AC. Uh, my AC is an 18. 18. Um. Warforged have high AC. Uh, no, he definitely hits. And he's going to do an insane amount of fucking damage. Um, I've, uh. 14. Yeah, I know. Uh, 14. Uh, no, uh, there's, it's the, it's added on to it, buddy. At least I believe that's how I worded it, didn't I? Oh, please tell me for the love of God. Yeah, games. Shit! I did write it like that. Fucking Chris. Yeah, you're right. That's 14. Uh, 14 damage. And it takes it takes 10 cold damage. 10 cold damage. God damn it. Can anyone do math at home? How much does a queen have in HP? God damn. Well, I mean, it wouldn't it be added on to the HP the bishop had already lost? Because it wouldn't just go back to... It wouldn't go back to full HP and then get... No, that's... No, it's just the added HP of what it had already. Gotcha. Alright, um, yeah, so we're going to move on to Ordon. Ordon, how are you going to take advantage of the situation? Ordon is going to make an attack roll, sadly at disadvantage. Why is it disadvantage? Because he has no melee weapons. Uh, I mean, he, he, everyone's proficient in fists. <laughs> yeah, but with a negative strength modifier. Uh, yeah, that's the right choice. I mean, even with disadvantage, he still has good odds of hitting. Yeah, uh, disadvantage, please. That would be at 11, because I rolled a nat 20 and a 6. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Okay. Um, that hits, still, because that's a plus 9 on, or actually, hang on. Cause, uh, Onto that, it's a plus 9, so it's a, it's a 20, modified 20. Yeah, modified 20, going for the damage. Um, that would be... 15. Yeah, 15. Alright. Um... Okay, is that the end of your turn, buddy? No, I am going to move here. I feel like doing something reckless. Oh, so didn't the bishop have to make another deck save? Oh, uh, yeah, that is true. No. You did say if it still stayed there. Um, but, uh, wait, is it, like, entering and the end of its turn? Yeah, if it ends its turn there. Okay, yeah. Was it? 14 save. Dex. Yeah, let's see. It saves. <laughs> That's a that's a sexy number. <laughs> yeah, we got to use up all his good rolls on these types. Yeah, of I things. know. Fucking crazy. Um, ugh. 
I got, okay, I have a question for uh, uh, P1 Asmodai. You guys uh, know magic a little bit better. Uh-huh. Now, here's the question. If you cast Fireball five feet from you, I assume that the caster also has to make a dexterity saving throw along with Oh, yeah, they 100%. Yeah, 100%. If they're in their own area of effect, they also take damage. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm going to do it still. Okay, so he casts Fireball right at uh, Ordon. Ordon, make me a dexterity saving throw. Let me uh, look at his save DC really quick. And tell me what you get. Not high enough. How much is it? Eight. Not even close. So, all the pawns, the rook, yep. me, everyone else has to make dex saves because uh, it's 24 radius. Oh, fuck! Yeah, that is a really small board. Holy shit, I uh, didn't expect this to be the suicide temp okay so we're about to lose most of our pawns but Hell yeah he's also probably gonna lose his two pawns and the rooks hurt okay that's for the king uh who else uh that's rook then pawns yeah everything north of me not me but not me as but the character okay so he passes Wait, so do i do i make the roll hang on i have to write down who's like passing and failing if you if it was centered on Oridon, then uh, me would have to make the save. Yeah, this pawn does not. He's just out of the radius. Me would have to make the save. This one, this one. Yeah, they failed. Or uh. Well, I'm saying they all gotta make the saves. Uh, can someone roll for uh, the black pawns, please? Uh, the rook definitely failed. I'll I'll roll for them. All right. Uh, right in. So starting from the, uh, basically I'm gonna start from the leftmost pawn and work my way to the right. Yep. So that's going to be 5d20s. Uh, 5d20s? Did this capture all the pawns? Well, no, it's only... Oh, he thought you meant all the friendly pawns. It's only two pawns, Mega, are making the oh, oh, excuse me. Okay, then just take the first numbers. Not, when oh, there's okay. Sometimes when there's not a circle... It's yeah, hard. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. 16 yeah. and a 14 yeah, they, plus zero. For some reason, they pass. Um, I did not pass. Okay, so me failed, uh, Asmodai failed, Ordon failed, my Rook failed. All right, and uh, we're just going off of the damage that I roll. Okay. 8d6. Yep, 8d6. Nope, sorry, I had it backwards. I was going to do 68. Six. All right, going to roll. What was it? That was not the right roll. Let me do that again. I'm, I'm going to roll it all at the same time. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with that roll. Also, he doesn't he doesn't add his magic modifier onto it, or his spellcasting modifier doesn't get no, added. No, I mixed it up. I accidentally put an eight there. I'm, let's try this again. I'm gonna roll all at the same time, because fuck that shit. Holy shit, thirty-three. Okay, so thirty-three damage. Yeah, I'm gonna use my reaction to absorb elements. You can absorb elements. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. You gave him the custom stuff. You gave him a dragon mark. No, this this wasn't custom. This was this was my feet. That's why I was surprised. All right, that works out. Um, all right, so I'm gonna paint the picture a little bit. Uh, Ordon, I assume you're still up, like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, thirty-three points of damage, and you're still fucking up. Ugh. Well, that forty extra HP really helped. I know. Uh, if the pawns passed or fail, they're dead. It doesn't matter. They're all. That's half damage, isn't it? Oh god, yes. Yep. So 16 damage? Yep, so all... Yep. And then the two pawns next to the king. So he doesn't have any body blockers now. Yep, 16. Um, bring that down. Then, look at math. Yeah. 
H4 didn't get hit, right? <sighs> no. Oh my god. This is really turning out. I I'm gonna make that a little cinematic. So we see uh, Gene Laban. He holds out his finger. He's pushed against a wall. We see Asmodai to his left. And we see uh, uh, Ordon right in front of him. Both them queens. We see like each one of his like motes like shines with the color of both their tiaras. We see one pure red and the other one just a black socket with a glimmer of white. And he thinks about it for a second, looks at the queen across the board, then takes a deep breath, points the fireball right at uh, Ordon, shoots it. We see it go off like a goddamn atomic bomb. As it hits Ordon, it spreads to uh, Asmodai and it evaporates his rook, his pawns, into the pawns near uh, 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 the black side. And he gets knocked back a little bit. And he is fearful that he almost got down, like, got you guys down from the added health that you were given. Um, yeah, that ends his... Did he, did he beat his save? He, he beat the save, but he took half the damage, so it's 16. Yeah, really do the math up there, buddy. Um, whose turn is it? P1? Say, yep. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I have a very juicy rule. <laughs> if you want, you can text it P1. I don't want to see it until he decides what he's going to do. Have you decided, P1? Uh... I'm trying to decide here if I want to just go for a straight-on offensive, or... Uh, Did you see the message I sent you? <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be interesting, uh, but uh, uh, but that doesn't need to to happen at least as far as like where I'm concerned. Um, as uh, P1 is going to, yeah, because this will keep this will be keep him from being able to. Uh, attack me for a turn or at least attack me with anything useful um as uh p1 is just going to look over to this uh this queen next to him it's like uh i'm sorry but you're just not my type so i'm just going to go where i'm wanted as p1 is in a uh in what i can only describe as like a cloud of of uh I, yeah, I would say like a green cloud of what looks to be like a, like a, a misty but also glitchy agglomeration. Uh, he casts a misty step as a bonus action. Teleports here. <laughs> and he's just going to walk right up to the queen, or not, not the queen, the king with his actual movement. It's like, uh, so you're not going to forfeit, right? Mm. You know what? I will accept that since that was a, a spell itself. That was pretty good. I like that, and I like the visual. Uh, we see he's probably on one knee right now. Uh, his queen is on the other side of the board. The knight is... Again, but all of his pieces are on the other side of the board that can't reach him in time. He's surrounded by two queens and a king with uh, me acting as a deterrent towards, like, the pieces in the bottom. He is on one knee, and I, I say that we see, like, the glow of fire from the queen in the distance. 
kind of light him up and cast Ordon as a larger shadow on the ground, over like casting over him. And we see Piwan say, you're not going to surrender, are you? He looks up with his yellow motes at Piwan, then Ordon, then Asmodai, then finishing off with me. We see just a flash of all their faces. And I think what he does and says, this this is impossible. I didn't I didn't let you win. You're not supposed to win. Oh, but that's the beauty of it. Everything designed the world so that I couldn't win. And I decided to change it. You can either accept it or not. You know, that's funny. I was going to say pretty much the same exact thing. Um This is my first my, my first chess game I'm winning. Yay! You know what? I have to read the rules really quick. Hang on. I thought this was game over, but white or black must move or attack in their turn for the opposing color to take their turn. Hmm. How does he want to do this? Oh, uh, I think he says to you. Well, right now, the only thing he can do in this moment is uh, uh, move a piece. <laughs> or he could not. That That's what I'm tempted to do, but I'm not... He has no exit strategy. At most, it'd be just... After this, it'd just be a waiting game of whichever side chooses to surrender. <laughs> but uh, well, also technically that rule's been broken because anytime anytime he changed a rule, he didn't move or attack. So on his turn, and it had to specifically be on my turn <laughs> to change a rule. No, no, I meant the the king of white. Whenever he chose to do the action to change or make a rule, he didn't move or attack. It's the way it's worded. It's white or black. That just refers to the armies itself. Yeah, so I'm saying when he took his turn to change or create a rule, he didn't move a white or black piece or attack a white or black piece. It's different because it's a special rule for the piece. I'm imagining. Mm -hmm. No, I... You know what? That That is an excellent point that went back and forth. I think that he just sits on his ass and just like covers like his face with his uh, hands and says beaten by a goddamn bird and we see the parts on the board dissipate and in the distance we see the vis uh, visage of ball behind him pounding his fist on the board and we see like a lot of the pieces tilt jump or just get destroyed it seems like he is a little angry and we see him shake his head disapprovingly behind you guys you see the giant or the best way i could put it is the giant with the yellow stripes basically offer an open hand i have a question for all of you what's your favorite stat strength intelligence wisdom charisma i know what my answer is let me hear it everybody uh charisma charisma all right, P1, what's yours? Like, the question, like, favorite stat, like... For your character. Yeah, going forward, for your character. The answer for you is probably strength. Yeah. Charisma, strength. What else do we got? Uh, I will say that P1 values... No, yeah, I will say that he values his intelligence. Intelligence. Ordon. Ordon values his intelligence. Intelligence again. Guys, you see a glittering rainbow-like dust like go from his hands onto you you guys have earned the blessing of the endling 
you now have a plus two in your favorite stat. Permanent. Plus two modifier, plus two. The score. Plus two to the score. The score itself. Damn. And you guys level up. Nice. Alright, we we get the blessing, you guys level up. He's down on the ground, hands and face, and you see that his eyes go dull from the end of the game. He looks up to you and says, which one of you is my master? I look at P1. You keeping him alive? Hmm. You just think on it for a moment. A live a master always looks to a slave always looks to depose their master. Uh, uh P1 is going to uh to uh, to look down. You know, on the one hand, I could simply just kill you now. And he nods his head. But I have a more fitting idea. I have been looking for a queen. I will gladly be your queen. And he stands up, and he just has, again, like a charmed personality about him now. He looks at you, and basically bows his head to you, and asks you, Would you like to know anything about my previous master? Previous master? If P1 or Asmund, I want to make a perception check. It's a 19. Yeah. I'd say both of them pass it. P1's busy with a 12. Well, Asmodai sees Oridon taking a coin out of his pocket and flipping it. And as it lands on Tails, it slaps into Oridon's chest as he begins to change. Yeah, no, I'm pushing the king out of the way and interposing myself in between you and the king. That's fine. Or now the queen of white. <laughs> queen of white. Oh, which would mean, since I'm the king in white, that's my queen. No, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, I will say that this is P1's queen, so he right, becomes so the queen, queen in black. black. I'm sorry. <laughs> and yeah, his uh, like white uh, clothing turns pitch black with his uh, yellow motes and his uh, head. And yeah, as I uh, just shove him out of the way, as I interpose myself between the two of them. There will be one day when you're not fast enough to react as Madai. Yes, well, I believe I call that old age. Now, what is the meaning of this? What do you have against him? I won, so. Or, better yet, we won. I want my reward. I think we already got it. And plus, there's plenty of rewards out there. Just, uh, maybe not the, not the, uh, the soul kind. No, his soul, I could care less about. Just a little bit of blood. I think he's good. Just a tiny, tiny bit. Uh, but after hearing that, the king cuts his arm really quick and nothing comes out. And he just says, I'm sorry I failed you. Alright, well that's interesting. Eh, but, uh, are you going- If I turn around at this moment, are you going to try to hurt him? Because I think you need to relax. You're lucky he doesn't bleed. And again, we need to specify that his face no longer looks like a sheep. It's no longer a black sheep. It looks like a white wolf. I I look down at you. I just I just say, you can't beat me on a good day. <laughs> no, that's why I bide my time for your bad days. <laughs> but for the time being, we are friends. And I would not hurt a friend you remind me of someone that i killed recently 
and that does not bode well for you. Just a word of warning, if you try to drop a building on me, I will kill you. Well, as you see, my strength isn't nearly as matching of yours. Building is way too much for me, I have other ways, but again, you're very useful. And neither are your wits. Anyways, this part is happening. Uh, P1 is going P1 is going to uh, cup the chin of his queen with his paw. Tell me a bit more about this master. He looks like a puppy dog, and he's happy to have you touch him. And he just says, oh, why, yes, Jade Hand. He, what did he want me to do again? And he looks down, trying to shift through his memory. And he says, oh, yeah, that's right. The Blue Palace. And he has, uh, what, what would you call it? it? It's hard to show expressions with an undead person, but you can see his eyes are glowing brighter to see if uh, he's somewhat appeased you. It's like, hmm, it's uh, very good. Do you know anything about this blue palace? And he nods up and down, up and down. And he says, that's where Throne is. Little son of a gun. Wait a second. Weren't you at the party that night? I saw a skeleton man there. Weren't you there that night at the at the gala? And he shakes his head. No, I, I'm by no means a lich. That was, uh, what was his name? And he scratch, er, scratches the bone and dried skin. And he says, uh, Oran Shelly. I, I, I don't match his strength. Clearly not. It takes a lot to become a lich. Um, but if you guys have any any questions you want to shoot to him, he will answer it obligingly. Just about anything in the city. Well, before we do Q&A, um, seeing that Oradon is pacified for the moment, uh, I'm going to look to the statue. It's not the nice one. The one that seemed a little angry. Yeah, you mean... Uh, yeah, the, Ball. Yeah, Ball. Yeah, he looks down at you and again like if you guys ever seen persona 3 uh, like he has a jaw like thanatos where it's like a floating lower jaw or ma and it looks at you with the statue mm. is it like moving is it like only the mouth that is articulating or is it like a living being it is a living being that is moving back and forth but does it seem to be like constrained like a statue is to its place no it look it, it does not all right i'm just going to look and go oh well that was a fun game ball uh i would be sending your servant back but he seems to be more of use to us uh your pawn i'm sure as you see him however i do i do have a message for you before you go back to whatever hells that you crawled out of and uh it's very simple and that's that uh Vulcan sends his regards. And you can see him slam his hand on the table, and there is just an earthquake. You guys jitter a little bit from the board moving. This is like a horizon-filling chessboard with multiple chessboards within it, playing multiple games as all, most of the pieces topple. He looks like he's losing his temper. And I think what he... Does he even say anything to you? No, he, he can't. He doesn't say anything. He just expresses unbridled rage that a god of murder and death would show oh and uh just so you're aware yeah no i i do work for him and uh he's i'm sure he's smiling smiling right now and laughing 
because that was kind of pathetic, to be honest. And you see the god just stop. His hands become more robotic in a sense, calm. He places both his hands on the table, just the fingertips, just uh, digging into uh, uh, the chessboard looking for purchase. And we see like, uh, 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 what we call it? We see the glass-like chessboard slowly like fracture, like a spider web. And it points right in front of it and you see a black egg. Uh, kind of floating. Not not like uh, the one with the dragon that uh, uh, Kobold and uh, Leo saw. No, this is very small. And I think within it you see maybe whiskers? It's hard to see. Like, it, it looks like it has whiskers on it. It looks like it has a tail. And it grabs the egg and you're not sure if it's showing it to you or showing the eggs you and i think what it does is it puts it in his palm and we see black smoke leave from it and go towards like the actual harbor of the unseen public in the distance and you see that he gets up and starts walking towards the ocean oh uh one last thing ball i i do joke mostly uh, because I'm sure you actually love me. I send a lot of business your way. Uh, if you're working with the Jade Hand, I'll be sending him your way soon. Have a great day. It doesn't acknowledge you as it thumps towards the ocean. Well, I was speaking to the statue, not to uh, whatever thing came out of the egg. No, there's no thing that came out of the egg. It, I, I'm just saying, like, no, he... They're both going down to the harbor. He's going towards the ocean. The like miasma goes towards the city. Gotcha. Yep. Um, other than that, um, do you guys have anything else you want to do? Asmodai, P1. I just have one question for the man. No, no blood will be spilled. Just need to ask him a question in secret. I give you my word. We're all friends here. What are secrets among friends? Just ask him. As, as we see me, like, walking in and out of the bonfire. <laughs> Oridon is going to take a step forward as he looks at Asmodai and puts his hands behind his back. Does Asmodai react to anything? I mean, my shield's ready. He, he's basically ready. Uh, I would assume you're ready for him to try to attack him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's been showing... It's not a large step. I mean, you've been showing hostile actions so far, so... You got an actual question, or are you going for an attack? With his hands still behind his back, yep. Ordon is going to slowly move towards the new queen's ear yep. and whisper a question. Um, that's perfectly fine. Send me a text. I'm going to lean in and listen. <laughs> Can I roll a stealth check against his perception? Oh. I mean, you... I... I'm literally by ears there. If you're whispering loud enough for him to hear, I can hear it. I'm sure it looks like we're about to make out. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Uh, again, it's, no, it's... you know what? I could be into this. <laughs> it's just like Pimon's just. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, the circumstances are against you at this point, Ordon. I mean, like, I, I don't see a conceivable way that you can whisper low enough where a person who's leaning in with you wouldn't be able to hear you. 
Like, I know I have shitty hearing, but I don't feel like you're, you're going to be able to. Mm. I, I think the best, maybe? No, no. You'd be able to hear it. Why don't you go ahead and just say it out loud? Oridon knows where this is going, so he's going to pull back from the ear. Well, since everyone must hear, do you have any information on the Apocalypse Flame paintings? And he looks towards Piwan and asks, would it please Master to hear an answer? Well, your Master is now curious, so please answer the question. And you see that the motes in his head get brighter, and uh, the yellow glow from his eyes, he vigorously like nods his head up and down and goes, of course I know where it is. Where? This has been House Common Blood, the intro and outro music by Sap, Oh My Dog. All music and sound effects used in the episodes are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. Now get out of here before I pwn your ass on Civ 5. <laughs>